welcome back to the Mighty Dragon where I continue chatting with Jeff Hatch. Can you imagine all that backstory in the UK and just all the people yeah. they meet on a weekly basis where they are now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've had many discussions about how we could, you know, bring that backstory to life in if in a a, a possible sequel. And uh, you know, we're still crossing our fingers, I think. Please uh, do that. That would be so good. That would be so yeah, good. I think if we, if we get enough traction and, and uh, get a sequel, I had another, uh, I had another interview where the uh, where the host suggested, you know, we should uh, we should start crowdfunding for a for a sequel, and I'm like, yes, yes, let's do that. That's let's a get great a Kickstarter idea. going. Yeah, get an that's a great. Go, yeah, do it. Get an page and crowdsource, uh, crowdfund a. Uh, a sequel for the crumbs and yeah. uh, there that's being done quite a bit uh, lately. A lot of fan films get made from crowdfunding. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, I've so actually heard of a, yeah. sorry, I was just it, it, saying there's so many indie film fans, aren't there? They, you know, they love it. Yeah. And that is, that is how uh, a lot of, a lot of films happen now. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't be able to tell you get, or even guess at what percentage of films uh, have been funded that way, but but I've heard of quite a few. Um, so yeah. I think that that's an interesting route that could could help, yeah. uh, especially films like ours, which which have a, a niche audience. You yeah, know? I was going to say with with um, Doctor Crumb, what ca um, captivated you about him? Uh, Do you think I must play that character? Yeah, I love a bad guy. I love uh, I love an interesting bad guy. Uh, what's fun about doing those kind of roles is uh, you're never the bad guy. As they uh, like, as an actor playing the character, I'm not the bad guy. I'm the hero. I'm the good guy. I'm I'm doing all of this out of my you know immense love for my family my, my yeah. passion for science uh and i i think i'm even deluded enough to still believe that what i'm really doing it for is the good of mankind because one day my research will change the world yeah uh, of course you know we're going to need a lot of a lot of uh human cattle to continue producing the serum but uh uh but for but for the for the fortunate few i i can i can make you immortal and i'll be rich yes and it's for the good of mankind uh so it's it's fun doing a character like that um just because uh it's it's just great to to see where I can go to to make this guy likable, fun, charming, interesting, uh, and somebody that you would root for, um, despite his really sinister activities and intents. So, yeah, uh, I guess that's 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 what drew me to the role. Yeah, I, I think one of the scenes I really enjoyed was one of your scenes actually and it was actually one of the most scariest scenes with the uh Dr. Crumb and the boy oh um oh, and I, oh my gosh and I just felt that scene 
especially in its indie horror, they just kind of go just that little bit extra and it's super creepy and scary yeah. and oh, that was just awful. <laughs> I was like, I was waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for the director to say cut uh, <gasps> on that because I, I, I sneak up behind the kid and the whole motivation behind the, the, the killing of the child was uh, was a big discussion, and uh, I, I guess this is we're, the movie's been out for a little while, so I guess yeah. you know, giving spoilers away uh, yeah. is is kind of you know we can do that at this point. But uh, so you know, I sneak up behind the child, I come up behind him, I choke him, and I kill him. Why did he do that? Why did Doctor Crumb do that? Yeah. And hopefully, the audience is is kind of getting that there's this tension there there's this competition between anton and me and uh and he's yeah come on top uh he's uh because we're we're uh competing for the affections of of my daughter uh and he's pulling her away from me and i'm pissed about it and here's yeah. this here's this little kid and uh well there's there's at least one very obvious reason why this kid kind of reminds me of of Leonard, and uh, and I just decide to take my frustrations out and dispatch this kid for no good reason. Uh, and the, and I kept thinking they won't show the child's face. They won't show the child's face. Then they did. The camera went down and saw his little yeah, face. Had to dip on a little bit just so you could see, <laughs> and that. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. And, and that was the most uh, evil sinister thing I think I've ever done on camera and it was like just like so meaty and uh yeah I think that like, will stay with me that will stay with me for a long time I, I felt oh that was such a powerful scene so well done <laughs> after I had you know kind of done the twist thing yeah. and laid him down in the in in the dirt and just kind of sat down and just kind of soaked in the the moment of uh, of of the fact that I just done this. Yeah, yeah. And the the camera just stayed on me, and I'm waiting for him to say cut, waiting for him to say cut. So I'm all like, oh, I guess it's time for a cigarette now. <laughs> but started smoking, yeah. uh, and I just uh, I felt like that came off so, uh, for lack of a better word, beautifully that shot. Uh, just that moment, uh, because he he let the moment after just kind of breathe. He let it live. He let he let me just kind of be in that moment after okay. this uh, horrible, wicked, evil thing that I had just done, and he yeah. just kind of sit there and reflect on it for a bit. And I was like, wow, that that was. That that just looked really cool on camera. Um, Very intense. Yeah, I oh. enjoyed that. That was yeah. that was. I enjoyed <laughs> that moment for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, <laughs> I must <laughs> ask you. Um, I, I read that you wrestled a shark. 
<laughs> how, how, what, what is the story behind this? So, uh, I, honestly, that's uh, that's a bit of an embellishment. Uh, and uh, <laughs> was it one of those tiddly sharks? <laughs> that's actually, uh, it's actually a massive embellishment. But the, I think the point that I was making was, uh, was, was that uh, I, I, I tend to. Uh, Everybody and uh, everybody, I think, tends to embellish their stories, don't they? Uh, yeah. I was when I was 16 years old. I went to the beach with a friend. Uh, he had surfboards, and he was going to teach me how to surf. Uh, I went out on a surfboard. Uh, growing up in San Diego, we had pretty easy access to the beach, and uh, I was out there paddling out, and I saw a fin cut through the water probably about, I don't know, 10 yards away from me, 15 feet, maybe closer. I don't, I. Oh so, my God. <laughs> uh, I, I don't honestly remember, but it was too close to, for, for me to be happy in the water anymore. Uh, yeah. And I could, close enough, I could see the shape of its head. It was, <gasps> it was a hammerhead shark. So oh. not a quite. Not, not really, but <laughs> uh, I just I just got the hell out of the water as quickly yeah. as I but that that story, you know, the legend of that story grew as I told that story. <laughs> it kind of got bigger and bigger and bigger. I went back, uh, I went back to high school. Uh, yeah, I was I was in high school at the time and went back to school the next uh, day and told that story about how I had encountered the shark out there at the, at the beach and uh, the the legend grew until it was a great white, and it, I was wrestling it to the to the bottom of the ocean, and then dragged it up on the shore myself and ate it. Uh. <laughs> Brilliant. So when I ask you about this another time on the Mighty Dragon, something else would have happened with the shark, but it's like you know you took it out for dinner, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> we went out and had sushi together, a couple yeah. of beers. <laughs> Turned out to be a great guy. Just misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh! So as Christmas is approaching us, um, do you have anything you have to watch every Christmas, or not really? Uh, not really, but I do enjoy uh, just the fact that I I can almost guarantee a viewing of the original Die Hard on Christmas because uh, that is that is so that a, is a uh, Christmas film. It is a Christmas classic. <laughs> yeah, that's always hotly debated, isn't it? Yeah, come on out to the coast. We'll have some dinner and a few laughs. I love that movie so. I love that movie so hard. Uh, yeah. There are uh, some other just really fun movies that I, I know I've seen hundreds of times. I don't consciously make uh, an effort. Uh, to make a tradition out of seeing any particular movies, but uh, yeah. the Christmas story, uh, the Christmas story is just one of my all-time faves. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Um, and uh, gosh, what else? Love Actually. Oh, do you uh, like that? Yeah. Yeah, my wife and I will, will probably take down a, a a viewing of Love Actually once every couple of years around this time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And uh, what other great Christmas movies are there? Uh, there's too many to name. Christmas I can't Vacation. Yes, Christmas Vacation is awesome. <laughs> My favorite. I can't 
appeal of some of these really goofball comedies. Uh, but Christmas Vacation is is hilarious. It's so good, uh, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Elf is a lot of fun. Oh my god! Yeah, super. And Home Alone, Home Alone. Oh my gosh, that, that's that's got to be uh, easily yeah. one of my top. One or two. Uh, I've got a feeling that the second one was probably a little bit better than the first for me. Oh, Home Alone too. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm an originalist. I I love the originals. <laughs> and yeah. Hope, uh, the first one was was definitely, uh, yeah. Tops for you. Tops yeah. for me. Uh, so, I was going to say the Rudolph, uh, the the little animated Rudolph uh, special that comes on TV every year. That's that's a that I is. Think I've seen that. It is. Uh, it's an American classic. It was made back in the '60s. It's animated with stop motion puppets, uh, and it's the. You know, it's the story of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and you know that when they made it, they they had the the uh, classic Burl Ives uh, uh, version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. That was the theme song. Uh, I think that's when that actual version of that song came out. The classic. Oh, okay. Of that yeah. song made for the animated show that came out in like the early 60s like 1961 or something okay. like that uh, it's been it's uh, at least it's an american tradition uh that that comes on every year on many different channels it's syndicated all over the place so uh and it's a it's a family favorite obviously it's a big family yeah. film and uh i don't have kids no. so uh there's no reason why i should watch it but i do Guilty pleasure. Okay. <laughs> Still guilty pleasure. So next year, you were saying Demon Fighter. Anything else for you next year? Hopefully yeah. we'll have some more freedom next oh, year. Be... Yeah, oh gosh. Uh, hopefully 2021 will bring something better than than what 2020 gave us. This hot, Absolutely. steam plate of poop. Twenty <laughs> been... Oh, uh, it's been a terrible year, but uh, yeah, hopefully 2021 is bringing better things. Uh, I'm obviously, from my career, I'm looking forward to Demon Fighter being released. Uh, and uh, I would love to tell you more about Demon Fighter, but but my, my character in that movie is a little bit under wraps. Because, uh, oh. yeah, there's some surprises that they want to save for the... Uh, for the audience uh, to see the movie first. Uh, so it's, uh, but it's it's definitely the wildest role I've ever played uh, was was the, the guy I play in Demon Fighter. Um, Crazy, right. Okay, well, I'm looking forward to that one. <laughs> spoiler alert, I'm possessed. Oh. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Is this gonna be Exorcist style head spinning? <laughs> yeah, not quite, but yeah, it's it, it's on the it's on the level of of uh, you know, just how crazy uh, do you get when you yeah. uh, when when Satan is inside of you? 
I don't know. I mean, I look like I've got Satan in me today. I've got a light on me that's made me you super vampirish. But yeah, but uh, as far as other work, I don't have anything lined up yet for next year. Uh, I hope that uh, I, I continuously uh, put feelers out uh, for more work. But uh, I'm, uh, as I said, not a career actor. Uh, I don't have uh, a team working for me. I don't have uh, uh, a traditional Hollywood agent uh, who's out there plugging away uh, on my behalf, uh, finding roles for me to audition for. I'm doing that work myself. Uh, which which you can do uh, online now, thanks to the miracle of the internet. Yes. Uh, you can do, uh, and I have done a lot more for myself than any agent I ever had uh, in terms of booking parts uh, and uh, getting work. Uh, everything that I've gotten, uh, except for a handful of commercials, has been through self-submitting. So uh, I just kind of let my agents go uh, by the wayside and just said, you know, if, you know, if you, if you want to keep, you know, emailing my picture and resume out, knock yourself out and I'll, I'll do any auditions you send my way. But, you know, since you guys really don't send a lot of auditions my way and I get more auditions on my own, just, you know, un yeah. until somebody, really, really has some clout and really wants to work for me, you know, comes to me and says, hey, uh, saw you in the crumbs. That was a really fun role. You did a great job. I think, uh, I think I could work with you and get you some more work. If you're interested in coming over to my agency, then I'd be like, heck yeah, mister. Uh, and uh, as these these last couple of films that I've done, uh, the Crumbs and uh, and Demon Fighter with CRA, uh, they seem at least with uh, with their first movie, Evil Down the Street, with their second movie, The Crumbs, they seem to be getting uh, some traction. You know, they seem to be getting some eyeballs to their films. Uh, yeah. So they're doing something right, and uh, hopefully some of that success will will rub off on my acting career, and uh, maybe that age will come along and, and say, you know, hey, would you like to, you know, give us a shot and see if we can help you get some more work? And Great. that would be uh, all the best. All the best to you, Laird Hatch. Thank you. For next year. Laird. <laughs> <laughs> I love that good, you call it? I'm sorry. Yeah, it does. It has good. A Laird Hatch. <laughs> into it. Although <laughs> Hatch, uh, Hatch, my last name is, is actually Welsh. So ah. I don't know any lords in wales um, no no i have a welsh husband i'll have to ask him what the uh, equivalent would be i'll drop you a note <laughs> let you know <laughs> i could go with sir hatch lord sir, hatch yeah baron hatch baron hatch yes baron robert baron. yeah yeah cool Rock thank you baron. so much though <laughs> thank, yeah. thank you for joining me today on the blog, well, it's been an abs absolute pleasure to have you here and uh, hopefully we'll chat again sometime. Big thanks to Jeff Hatch for joining me on The Mighty Dragon. See you soon. <laughs>